Carlo Soccer, Tully's Travel Division 1. It's Vale's time at last. First half goals, seal, title win. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, Vale Wanderers 3, Mill Celtic 0. Alan Hansen's famous You Don't Win Anything With Kids comment was rebuked on Sunday morning as Vale's young guns were crowned Division 1 champions in appalling conditions. The Super Bowl in Lachlan Bridge will be playing host to some of the Carlow League's big guns next season as they won promotion to the Premier Division after several seasons of trying. Owen Johnson's side have been together for many years with their success at underage level in recent seasons starting to prove fruitful as they graduated to senior level, losing just one game along the way. Vale's young guns ran the show against a side older and more experienced, but fitness was what told. Sean Smithers threatened almost immediately, cutting in from the right, rounding the mill keeper, only for his effort to be cleared by the mill defence. Billy Wynne found himself through on goal, but lost control of the ball two minutes later. After eight minutes, Vale took the lead as a corner from the right was headed wide and played back into the back post, where Jack Tracy rose highest to head it in. Five minutes later, Wynne again found himself in on goal down the left, but couldn't control the ball, and Jack Rowan in the Vale goal saved. Smithers again went close on the 15-minute mark, cutting in from the right to try to get a shot away, but ended up hitting it straight at the middle keeper. Smithers hit an effort over the bar, whilst a Jason Daly free from the right was cleared. With 20 minutes to go until half-time, Vale had a corner from the left cleared, whilst Cormac O'Hara sent in a cross from the right, looking for James Dowling, who was running onto it, but he couldn't get to it in time. With 10 minutes to go until half-time, Vale doubled their lead in the flukes of circumstances. A Tracy free on the right was played short to O'Hara on the wing and tried to cross into the box, but somehow ended up hitting his cross through the Vale keeper's legs. Four minutes later, Dowling had a pop from distance on the left, hitting the crossbar on the far side. On the stroke of half-time, Dowling added a third to give the hosts a very comfortable cushion going into the break and put them well on their way to winning the title. A Paddy Moore free from the halfway line just after half-time was deflected wide before Brian Mackey put the ball over the bar. Eight minutes later, Vale's Dowling struggled to control the ball in the box whilst Tracy headed over for a Dowling corner. Just after the hour mark, Mills' Ewan Cullen got sent off for a second yellow card offence. Minutes later, Mackey put a free wide. With 20 minutes to go, Mark Fitzgerald put an effort over the bar before a Smithers effort from the right was deflected wide. Dowling set up Smithers from the left, but he could only steer his effort over the bar. With seven minutes to go, Tracy hit a free wide. Vale hung on for a big win to give them the title. The teams, Vale Wanderers, Jack Rowan, Cormac O'Hara, Billy Lennon O'Brien, Martin Bridget, Tom Gardner, Jack Tracy, Sean Smithers, Jason Daly, Charlie Nolan, Andrew Townsend, James Dowling, the subs, Caspar Gorniak, Podrick Nolan, Mark Fitzgerald, Robert Bulmer, Aidan Byrne, Dylan Hand, Lorcan Galvin. And Mill Celtic, Cody Dempsey, Michael O'Sullivan, Connor O'Sullivan, Paddy Dunn, Paul Kerwin, Brian Mackey, Killian Hart, Paddy Moore, Evan Wynne, Scott Kyo, Billy Wynne, the subs, Connor Purse, Dennis Dooley, Ewan Cullen.
Carlo Soccer League LFA Cup last 16. New Oak move comfortably into Leinster quarter-final. Article by Tom Begley. The score, New Oak Boys 4, Harding FC 0. A brace from Lee Walker helped New Oak book their place in the last eight of the LFA Cup as they comfortably saw off the challenge of the Ringsend outfit on Burns Celtic's all-weather pitch. Playing with the aid of the breeze in the first half, New Oak set about finding goals. Roy Byrne had the first real chance ten minutes in when he was released by Dean Kelly, but an excellent bit of goalkeeping kept him at bay. New Oak did get their goal ten minutes later, though. The Harding keeper this time the villain as he spilled a delivery from a corner, and Cahill Gaffney was on hand to bundle the ball home for 1-0. Lee Walker grabbed his first and New Oak's second just after the half-hour. Keen Dowling found Walker in space 25 yards from goal and his shot on the turn found the top corner as the boys went into half-time two goals up. New Oak defended their lead well in the early stages of the second half and when opportunities presented themselves they made no mistakes. Just after the hour they pressed the Harding keeper into a mistake and his attempt at a clearance only found Walker who slotted home the third. With 15 minutes left Dean Kelly got the goal his play deserved when he finished emphatically after finding himself one versus one with the goalkeeper. Best on the day for a New Oak side who will have no fear of the big names left in the competition were Cahill Gaffney, Kean Dowling, Dean Kelly, Lee Murphy and Daryl Coleman. Carlo Soccer, Nationalist Premier Division, Cretty Yard United 2, Ballymurphy Celtic 0. Article by Tom Begley. In one of the few games to survive the weather at the weekend, Cretillard took full points to close the gap on New Oak to just three points as this season's title race begins to hot up. Cretillard began with a strong wind on their backs and dominated for long periods, but were struggling in front of goal. Garrod Cudahy cracked a free kick off the post midway through the half and the usually lethal Lee Salter saw a couple of efforts go the wrong side of the post. United finally opened the scoring just after the half-hour. Celtic failed to deal with a free kick into the penalty area and Salter pounced on the loose ball to slot it beyond Kyle Foley in the Ballymurphy goal. At the other end, Anto Jordan and Jack Foley were a handful for the United defence but couldn't get clear sight of goal. The second half saw wind-assisted Celtic with more possession but chances came and went for Darrett Hoban and Declan Brennan. In these tight games, you have to take your chances when they come along, or you get punished, and that's exactly what Cretillard did. The introduction of Ryan Byrne brought new energy to the Cretillard attack, and the chances started coming again. Kyle Foley denied Salter after he was released on goal by Danny Doyle on 75 minutes, but five minutes later, the young keeper was powerless to stop Doyle doubling the lead after good work from Salter and Byrne. As always, with Celtic they battle to the end, but it's rare for United to drop points from such a strong position. It's now seven straight wins in the Premier Division for United since losing to Celtic back in November, while Celtic haven't managed a three-pointer since that game. Best for Cretillard on the day were Craig Comerford, Lee Salter and Danny Doyle, while Bally Murphy were best served by Paul Kerwin, Killian Harvey and Mikey Sullivan. Carlo Soccer Paul Kerwin Memorial Under-17 Cup Semi-Final 
Boran Celtic booked their place in the Paul Kerwin Cup final in emphatic style. Article by Kean Madden. The score, Boran Celtic 9, Nurney 1. Boran started off the game with a very high tempo, getting their first chance after five minutes, when Jack Kenny ran from midfield beating five Nurney players to then slot the ball in the bottom corner. Boran kept this intensity going and got their second in the 20th minute, when Jack Kenny again picked up the ball on the edge of the area and smashed it past the Nurney keeper into the roof of the net. Sam Collier got the third for Burren when he ran at Nurney defence beating two players to slot the ball home. Jack Kenny was taken out in the box after a great run and he dusted himself down to take a spot kick which was dispatched into the bottom right corner to put Burren 4-0 up. Sam Collier rounded off the scoring of the first half when he hit the ball on the half volley into the top corner, sending Byrne in 5-0 at half-time. Byrne went into the second half looking for more goals and it didn't take long for Frankie Fitzgerald to make it 6-0 when he found himself one-on-one with the keeper in the box following his own run, which he managed to poke the ball past the keeper. Nurney almost got on the score sheet when Oisín Maloney went close from a shot outside the box. Burren conceded a penalty then, but Oisín Maloney couldn't convert, with the Burren keeper making a good save. Nurney replied to this a few minutes later, with a consolation goal when Dara Fitzgerald found himself in space in the box to smash a volley into the top corner, leaving the Burren keeper no chance. Ben Nolan instantly replied when he found himself on the end of a through ball and placed the ball into the bottom right-hand corner. Dylan O'Reilly made it eight, cutting in from the left wing to place the ball past the Nurney keeper after a great inside run. Substitute Kean Lester rounded off the scoring when he smashed the ball into the net, leaving the keeper no chance, finishing the game nine goals to one. Best for Burn were Jack Kenny, Frankie Fitzgerald, Alex Sinnott, centre-back pairing of Glen O'Rourke and George Griffith. Best for Nurney were Luke Brennan, Dara Fitzgerald, Ben Smith and Evan Kearney. Rugby, Leinster League 1B. Tullow's 1B status assured despite defeat. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Boyne 24 points, Tullow 8 points. Even though Tullow didn't win here in Drogheda in the Leinster League 1B tie, the fact that Mullingar failed to beat Wicklow away from home on the same day ensured the Slaney Siders maintained their Leinster League Division 1 status for next year. It was never going to be anything but tough against the league leaders, who needed to win to clinch promotion. Tullow gave them a lot of uneasy moments, but the form held up at both ends of the table. The home team went ahead with a converted try. Paul Canavan replied with a penalty. At half-time, another try put Boyne 14-3 ahead at the break. Tullow hit back for a Martin Cole try in the second half and despite playing against the wind, enjoyed the better of the exchanges. They were unable to add to their total and were hit for a breakaway try near the end. The Blackgate side can look forward to the Provincial Towns Cup on the 6th of March where they are drawn to play New Ross away from home. Tullow were so short of backs they ended up with Willie Hollow O'Brien in the centre. They will welcome back the likes of Gareth Fitzgerald, Kiaho Bloomfield, Willie Cass O'Brien and Cahal Bailey for their trip to County Wexford. We have had a tough run of games and in fairness the Longford and Carlow were very attritional games. 
We carried a lot of battered bodies. We will only train once this week and we will get back into full preparation next week with three training sessions, said coach Morris Logue. The team, Tullow, Sean Doyle, Jack Johnson, Fionn Murphy, Will Hollow O'Brien, Ryan O'Neill, Paul Canavan, Dylan Laybourne, Scott Colbeck, Aaron O'Byrne, Tom Cashin, Joe Waters, Martin Cole, Jack MacDonald, James O'Brien, John Hanbidge. The subs, Louis for O'Brien, Des MacDonald for MacDonald, David Tobin for W. O'Brien, Frank Murphy for Cole. Carlo RFC's game against Clondalkin in the same division fell foul to the inclement weather conditions.